portion of the show. Let me introduce the show. Hey guys, welcome to Loud Mouth Stereo. I'm Shan from She Gets It Pod at Shambi Podden, shambipodden.com. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered and also the sports desk okay and we are two podcasters who come together every saturday at 9 30 p.m to give you a show on different topics not just relationships not just shit you do with your people not just family shit and not just work shit all of the shit we give you okay i do have wang scheduled um so this won't be a long show but this will be to the um what I do want to talk about I made detailed notes on and who the fuck knows where them shits is uh but I do have an outline of what I want to talk about so I'm just going to wing it on that so basically you see the title horny hoes and harlots on spring break because spring break has passed for some people and spring break is coming for some people and also people are going to be coming in many ways all right and what Mm -hmm. i want to talk about is what are y'all go to spring break plans what are the best spring break spots um what is in your spring break bag um spring break safety and how to be safe on spring break right now. And don't be this friend on spring break. I think those are very straightforward to the point topics. Me personally, I've never gone anywhere with friends for a spring break. So I don't know what that's like. Um, but I have heard horror stories of those trips and I have seen people act a whole ass just because it's spring break I don't know why that gives people the okay ticket to be an asshole with people that they're going to have to see after their asshole time is done Um, but people do it and I just want to talk about it especially today um, in a time where men and women are working together to kidnap people for sex trafficking or whatever they want to use their body for and how they easily put Apple tags in cars and bags and hotels. How you mm-hmm. might feel like somebody's videotaping you because they're on spring break, but they're really scouting out to see what goopy girls or what, uh, you know, ditzy men are not paying attention to their surroundings and they end up getting caught up and their body is missing. And all of these people are missing when they were just supposed to have. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be some fun things talked about. But in all seriousness, go have your fun time. Go, mm-hmm. you know, relax and take that break from school or whatever it is. And, and chill with your people. But come back with yeah. your people. So, yeah, we we definitely gonna to touch on that. Um, I, I'll be brief, obviously, because you know I'm, I'm still, <laughs> you know, trying to get over last night. But yeah, yeah, especially with 
uh, us, you know, the guys having this bachelor party, um, I'm I'm kind of having buyer's remorse uh, because I, I was talking to my barber today. I went and got my hair cut, and he was saying something to the effect of, he was like, oh, man, you'll have fun in the DR. But he was like, you know, that part that we're going to is more so to hoe. It's not for, you know, the vacation. It's for, from what he said, the bitches. And I'm all with that, but I feel like a lot of people, when they do spring break, they do spring break wrong, especially when it's just, like, one gender going. It's not, like, you and your boo or a mixed bag of people. Like, you got your homegirls, and then you got, like, niggas or something like that, would you, right? It's going to be just nothing but men and the closer we've gotten to it, the more the guys, like, true colors are starting to show. Like, they aren't really going for a bachelor party. They're going to fuck. And if that's their jam, cool. But like you said, you know, before, there are a lot of people going missing. There are a lot of people who just aren't being vigilant on these trips. And it's it's kind of scared me because men think, like, all right, we can just travel and, you know, we don't have any threats against us. I'm like, oh, like you go to some foreign land and shit, like anything can happen. And I'm, yeah. I'm saying this while I'm here because you never know, you know, when we get there. So for me, like even like the drinking for me is going to be limited because mm-hmm. I just feel like I, I need to be like extra alert because we're not going to be in a resort. It's definitely not a resort. So I don't feel like, I can purpose, you know, purposely get drunk or have that much fun and not have to look over my shoulder. Um, we have security, which is cool, but my thing is, just like, you know, Mexico and other places like that, like, those federalities can be paid off. They can be like, you know what, yeah, like, they paid me to, you know, watch them, but you paying me double to just, like, let you walk in the back door. Stuff yeah. like that, like, scares me. But, you know, overall, with spring break, I haven't really had one in years because my job is kind of one of those jobs where usually spring break is like the busiest time of year. So uh, basically March, we can't do anything. And in April, I'm like, I'm so tired from March that I need a vacation, but I never really take one. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to my guy friends and I told them, you know, we may just need to plan a, you know, a trip with the spouses, with, you know, just ourselves to go out and have fun, but just know the motive is to actually take a break and reset and not just go out hunting for women. So that's my main goal. Well, today, um, I don't really have no catch-up other than it was a very low-key birthday. Um, I didn't lose any balloons. I didn't lose any money. Um, I have a lot of stuff left over. There was leftover cake, but not as much as there been the past years that I've bought cake for birthdays. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I'm I'm good with today's um, party or celebration or whatever. The bounce house I had to postpone to the 30th because the weather was shit. So uh, she'll be having the extended birthday, so that's cool. Um, but that's about it. Uh, happy it. birthday to my little lady. Um, again, I already told you I'm going to get her a gift, um, and I'll do it with the two-day delivery called Amazon, so she'll get it, you know, in ample time. 
I don't know what kids want other than like iPads and cell phones now. So hopefully she wants just, you know, like books or something, you know, things that <laughs> I would think, you know, <laughs> like kids want. But for me, it's kind of the same, you know, same shit, different day. We didn't see any houses this week because it's Easter weekend. So yeah. what we did instead, my nephew, it was his birthday as well. So what we did was they threw like a party at the house. And he had, like, a, a bouncy house in the front yard. He had the Easter egg hunt and all the other things. Um, kids are gross. They're, they're disgusting. Um, I don't know why. Um, like, I had to tell him, I was like, yo, go wipe your nose. Like, he's, like, five. And I was like, yo, wipe your fucking nose. Like, why are you? And I'm talking to him like this because, it, like, mind you, well, you know, there's a whole bunch of kids there, right? So there's a whole bunch of kids, and he just walking around just snotty nose, just fucking, like, the the clear like shit just like sitting on the top of his I'm like what are we doing here and I told Skylar I was like no nah, you, you're not gonna go near your cousin I was like because the next thing I need is you getting sick and then I get sick before no Mm-mm. so you know how cautious we already are with like COVID and stuff so I was like yeah him with the runny nose you can't be around us too much buddy no sir um but the party was nice the bouncy house was nice um my brother's girlfriend she did really good on this birthday thing, she even gave, like, the kids, like, birthday cakes with a dollar bill attached, the, the kids in the neighborhood, their families came around, I was like, oh, this is nice, like, this is really, like, really, really dope, so, now I have to figure out what to do for, you know, baby girl's second birthday, but I got a couple months for that, um, outside of that, though, just hasn't been much, the housing market shit, so I'll touch on that in two weeks, whenever we start looking again, um, but one thing I did want to say is we actually got priced out of a grant, we want to use the first time home buyers grant thing, which was like, yeah. it's called like the flex 4% grant. We got priced out because the interest rate went from 6% for this grant to 7% in roughly two weeks. Wow. So now we have to, yeah, we have to come out of pocket with this money or obviously the seller can, you know, assist by paying some of the closing costs down, but now the only upside is we can honestly get whatever house we want because we don't have to have a grant but yeah it's the housing market shit man if you're looking for a house right now just find something that you can live in for a couple years because it's that deep Um, my apartment building they were like oh well you know the moratorium we won't have like high like things or something like that we call like high rent rates and stuff like that going up but one of my friends who lives in dc their rent went from 2100 to 2800 because of that, and I was like, never again, never again, I'm not doing apartments after this one, this is it, house or nothing, so, but y'all be safe right. out here, though. That's right, that's all I do, um, what else, ain't shit, I'm chilling. Yeah. yeah, oh, and again, shout out to Adam and Eve, they've been keeping us correct, like, um, they haven't sent the actual link for us to see like people who purchase and things like that but you guys can still go and you know use the t- uh, the word mouth m-o-u-f what's up and, Dre? Uh, check out and you can get all the things so that's what I, i'm gonna I, order I, mine I, when i get back i do want to ask you a question about that i did send the mm-hmm. w9 that they asked mm-hmm. for but i was like do they want us to keep track of the people that's using the code or are they going to give us that. So I was confused. So I sent the email to the chick. Mm. Um, but I don't well, think... I, I hope she does, because I don't plan on, like, 
checking, and then we don't know because people who listen to the show, we don't know them by first and last name. Exactly. Unless they're like friends of us. So hopefully she's like, all right, here's the website, kind of like with a red circle where we can actually track the metrics of like people who purchase. Because yeah. when we when I use T Public for the like merch and stuff, they tell mm-hmm. you, hey, somebody else purchased something. Um, they do tell you what they purchased, but you don't see the revenue until the end of the month. So it's not an instantaneous thing. So, you know, I'll touch base with them on Monday. I'm just honestly, I'm still hungover, so <laughs> I'm not fucking with any numbers of anything cool. until at least Monday. Cool. What's going on, Drake? What's up? Drake was um having a TikTok. Oh, he's gonna kill me. Uh gonna kill me. I don't know gonna kill you. <laughs> uh he was having a TikTok today and I felt the heat, but I think he was calling me to explain what it was about. But I'm gonna play his message. <laughs> Yo, just had to hop in and tell my people what's up. What's happening with you? Y'all are beautiful. Y'all are great. Thank you. What is going on? Thank you. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually getting alerts now from TikTok, which is it's big for Drake, and that's everything culture on TikTok. Follow. He got like forty thousand followers, right? Now, like with him, everything he does, I get a notification for which is good because I wasn't getting them before. Um, like, if you have TikTok, you have, like, notifications on. But the issue is it, I follow, like, a 1,000 people, right? So it never actually alerted me. But mm-hmm. once you start going into people's, like, lives and, like, their algorithm knows who you like. So mm-hmm. since I'm always in there and I'm liking his stuff and everything, they send me an alert immediately. Like, hey, he, you know, watch now live. Because it was, like, live from YouTube. So I'm like, okay, like, I can watch on YouTube or I can watch on TikTok now. But it gave me that notification, so definitely if you are on TikTok, follow Everything Culture, because it's, it's probably one of the best TikToks I've seen outside of the, the cooking ones and the house ones I've been looking at. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't reached uh, Freaky TikTok yet, but that I'll work on that tonight when I ain't got nothing else to do. But yeah, definitely shout out to Everything Culture. Mm. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was hopping on. I was trying to break it down to you. I know you were texting me, asking me questions. But yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's just get into this. It's nine fifty. Um, let's just get into this. All right. Horny hoes and harlots on spring break. Okay. So there are still a lot of people who feel like. If they ain't got to work and they ain't got to go to school, they got to be fucking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to spring break, I feel like you got to know what you can afford and you got to know how to take spring break. In order to take a successful spring break, you need to know when your payday is. You need to know what bills are going to be due before you leave and what bills are going to be due when you come back. Because you have to understand that if you're not taking... PTO pay time off. You are losing money every day you are on vacation. That means that check that you're going to get is going to be hella short. Are you prepared financially for your check to be hella short? Can you afford to not be able to make commission on the days that you are going on vacation? Some people think, oh, vacation is just a plane ticket me buying stuff for vacation, uh, me eating while I'm on vacation. No, vacation is being able to pay for your lifestyle 
while you're gone, when you're mm-hmm. gone, and being able to afford that dry ass week of no check until you get a check. And that you're going to have to learn early in order to not be blindsided by oodles and noodles for a whole week and a half. Okay, some people learn their lessons hard, some people don't. Okay, so my question is, what are like the go-to spring break plans? um, Well, mine are pretty brief. Usually, like everything has to be prepaid before I get there. Um, For Mm -hmm. spring breaks, the ones that I've been on before, Mm -hmm. I tell people just automatically go to an all-inclusive. The reason why is you want to make sure that you don't have to pay for more shit than you need to once you get there and you can eliminate everything by going to an all-inclusive um if you don't go that route um the only thing i would advise not to do is do the the price line negotiating shit um i've seen a lot of people get fucked up on that one including myself which is the create your own rate tool when you go on there and you put in a price and you're like all right cool i'm gonna get this hotel for four nights and it's going to be $34 a night. I'm like, yeah, that's what you thought. But then you get to the hotel and even though they have vacancy, they'll tell you that you have to pay the full rate because they don't negotiate with Priceline. And Priceline, basically, they have to go, how does it work? So Priceline, you talk to them and you say, hey, I'm going to get a created rate. Once you get the created rate from Priceline, then they bounce to the hotel and say, you know what? We booked a room for this person, right? But when you get there, the room's not there because then they actually have to contact Priceline. I tell people completely avoid that. So that's number one. Just make sure that you have things in line when it comes to travel. Um, if you're going somewhere like tropical or just like exotic, somewhere with some water and shit like that, check your bag. I, I don't give a fuck what people say. Oh, don't check your bag. You know, you're only going to be there for three. Four. Check your fucking bag. And the reason why I tell people to do that is because if you can check your bag, that's more shit, one, that you can fit in there. Two, you can go and put, like, your toiletries, like, the actual toiletries that you'll need. Because if you've been to, like, Mexico or anywhere, like, outside of the continental U.S., what will happen is people will go and try to sneak shit in their luggage, like, lotions and perfumes and stuff like that, and they will trash your shit. They were like, oh, yeah, I don't care if you pay $17 for the shampoo. It's going in the garbage. If you check the bag, you can obviously have all that stuff in there. Um, sunscreen, too, that, that's definitely high on the list. I think the last time I went out, sunscreen was, um, it was what, like $11 here in the States. But then in Mexico, it was like $26. So I'm like, oh, it's if I would just check my bag. For the convenience. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so definitely deal with that. Also, make sure when you go to uh, through customs that you, uh, what do you call it, you plan accordingly. So don't get that connecting flight from, you know, wherever you're going to Miami and then you got 26 minutes to get through customs to the next plane. You're not going to make that plane. You need Man, at least. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. When I took my mom and Anya to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. the plane flew from Atlanta to Texas to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. You know when you get to Texas, it's kind of like a time change. Mm-hmm. So I kept asking the person, hey, on the flight, the first flight, I said, when we get to Texas, is this time on this ticket East Coast time or is this Texas time? Because we had to get a connecting flight. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, it's East Coast time. Bitch lied. When we touched down in Texas, we had 10 minutes to get to the other gate. Oh, no. I had to put my mom on one of those push things with Anya and run all the mm-hmm. way to the fucking gate. We were the last three people that were missing from that flight, and the shit was about to leave. I I hate connecting flights because nobody mm-hmm. knows what the fuck they're talking about. Yep. Yeah, definitely, like, just, you know, make sure your connected flight, it has enough time. When I say enough time, it has to be an hour or more because you're going to need every fucking minute to get through custom. Sometimes yeah. customs, it's a breeze, but think about it. Like, at that time, you have wiggle room to go grab yourself something to eat. You can go use the bathroom and shit like that. You do not want to be in a situation where you're running around like a chicken with their head cut off. Just make sure you <laughs> have that. So I done talked about the, the sunscreen thing, the check in the bag. I talked about the price line negotiating thing. Um, also, try to make sure if you're going with friends who live in a different state, y'all all are some, like, the connecting flights either end up being on the same plane or y'all get there at the same time. Coordinate mm-hmm. your shit accordingly. There's nothing worse than you going somewhere and you get there at two and your friends don't get there till six and you're trying to figure out what to do with four hours. Everybody get there at the same time. Everybody can go leave the airport at the same time. That matters yeah. to me. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the thing that I thought was like the most important when it comes to like flying and stuff like that. But I, I can't think of it right now. I would just say, honestly, probably just like mask and hand sanitizer and stuff like that because um, y'all wilding like shit when it comes to flights. Y'all don't know how to fly. People flying without their mask on and shit like that, coughing and sneezing. Just um, like you said, hand sanitizer, wet wipes, uh, mm-hmm. socks you can throw away because a lot of yep. people be like, oh, it's hot, so I'm just going to wear my slides. You know how many people walk that nasty-ass airport floor? Mm-hmm. It gets cleaned twice a day in the morning and late, 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 late at night. That's it. So my thing is, what I like to do when I can go through TSA, I like to put on socks that I don't give a fuck about. Walk, mm-hmm. When they say take off your shoes, I have them holes on. Walk through the thing, and before I take off, put back on my shoes, I put on some new socks that are in my bag, and I throw them shits in the trash because I don't know what the fuck is on the floor. I'm not putting that in my exactly. shoe. And then yeah. secondly, stop dressing up to go to the fuck to the airport. Listen. Get you some motherfucking sweatpants, some comfy shoes, uh, preferably mm-hmm. sneakers, um, a t-shirt and a denim jacket or uh, mm-hmm. or a button down that you can button up just in case it gets chilly. Don't nobody yeah. want to look cute running or or not have the right pockets or carrying a bag with a whole bunch of pockets where you're going to get many heart attacks about not having shit, but you got it. You just put it in the wrong spot. Like, ah. and I hate there's a lot of women who now because social media is like, I think it's cute to show up at the airport in their, in their beach wear. Bitch, you look dumb. Exactly. You look dumb. Yeah. yeah, just just don't do it. That nothing pisses me off more than people who act like they've been places on a plane, but then they travel incorrectly. Like yo, like I always get stuck, but you know, behind somebody in like the TSA line who just they don't get it. So what I did was, which is another like highlight for me, get TSA pre-check. I don't give a fuck how people feel about it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get that. I'll just get through the regular line. 
You don't want to go to the regular line. Just fucking get TSA pre-check. You may run into the dickhead that I always run into who doesn't realize how TSA pre-check works because they just got it the week before. But basically, you keep your shoes on. You keep your shoes on. You put your backpack on there. You don't even got to take the laptop uh, out anymore. Just go and put that shit all through the turnstile and you walk in. If you got to do the thing when you put your hands up, put your fucking hands up and you walk right through. So I, I advise everybody get TSA pre-check, especially the one with the global entry, because it will make everything so much more convenient for you. If you like Shannon and I, and I'm a huge germaphobe, you don't want to take your shoes and stuff off, TSA pre-check is the spot you want to be at. It's I think it's like 150, uh, and it's for, I think, 10 years. It's either 7 or 10 years. Best $150 I ever spent. I'm so uh, irritated. I will not. Okay. I'm irritated by the motherfuckers that's going on vacation that have to ha- feel a need to take your fucking laptop and your job mm-hmm. has you out the office, ho. Stop mm-hmm. taking your laptop and then you you need all this fucking elbow room and shit, but you ain't buy a first mm-hmm. class. Oh, yeah. You're not doing work on that fucking laptop. Close that shit the fuck up and you sit here for the next two hours until I get mm-hmm. off the fucking. Stop irritating people by, oh no, I need my laptop. You don't need shit. You need your luggage. You need whatever's in your pockets if you're a man. You need to eat before mm-hmm. you get on this plane because that's another thing, too. People don't know common courtesy. Why the fuck would you get on a very close knit plane? to eat food where people are breathing and talking around you in a very intimate manner and eat fish or eat uh, eat something that's very loud smell-wise and you don't mm-hmm. know who's allergic or if there's kids on the plane or gre- a whole bunch of greasy shit and it's people, it's not like we can open the window if the smell is too- we can't open shit mm why can't you just yeah. come a bit earlier, eat that shit out there, and then get on the plane? Yeah, that reminds me of, <laughs> I think we were talking about it in the spaces a couple weeks ago. The uh, the lady who was on the plane with a whole, like, lobster boil. She had, like, crabs mm-hmm. and lobster, and it was, like, an aluminum foil happen. pan and shit. Yo, you're going to have to get off the plane. I'm sorry. There's none of that. Like, you know what you're doing. And you're doing it right. intentionally because you're like, you know what? I, a lot of people say, oh, I paid for the seat. I can do what I want. Yeah, but you can get your ass kicked off too. Like it, there is an etiquette to flying and I really wish people would understand it. So that that's one for me. Like people who just eat like nasty and shit, just no. I will go and be like, hey, can I upgrade my seat right now? I don't care. $129 to be in business? Put me in fucking business. People, I, I'll take the fact that my- Put their seat all the way the fuck back, bitch. Man. Man, I've seen it all. I've I've seen the people who put their feet all the way back and get mad and get mad at you because you're like, yo, like you're on my knee. And they're like, well, you should got a bigger seat, nigga. I'm not six five. The fact that you recline so far back that I can feel it on my knees and I'm only five seven, bro. I'm telling you, it it just doesn't work. So women, for me, I'm, I'm huge. Women and who have long hair. Your mm-hmm. hair belongs in your fucking seat, not behind your seat in front of somebody invading their space. I think that's very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you brought up one thing that I, I wanted to say as well. Tell your fucking kids to turn around and put the goddamn seatbelt on, shut yes! up, and enjoy the flight. Yo, if your fucking kid looks back at me again while I'm looking at my iPad, I might slap the shit out of him for you. 
because some people's kids really need to be disciplined about airplane uh, airplane etiquette as well. Turn the fuck around. Why are you looking back at me? Yeah. Snotty and just just you already ugly. Like just <laughs> get your kids together. Get your, and when I say ugly, I'm not saying like you know like the kid looks good enough. I'm saying like you know how you know how kids just like they just like get on your nerves and they ain't done nothing they just look at you that's what i mean like like why are you even looking my way the the seats aren't looking like you know how the amtrak is how you have the seats facing each other and shit no mm-hmm. you're in the complete opposite direction your kid looking around i don't like that uh, and my last little thing that's kind of like a nitpick for me when it comes to traveling is bathrooms fucking mm-hmm. bathrooms all i ask is if you got the bubble guts or you got the shits and something take care of it before you get on the plane. Yeah. Go and, you know, handle your business there because I'm not going to be on a plane with somebody who is honestly going getting up every five or ten minutes. Now my wife, she has tight ones, so she she's one of these people. She she gets up like every twenty, thirty minutes to go and use the bathroom, but then she come back and she drink a whole fucking thirty two ounce thing of water. So I'm like, like, damn, like you keep getting up. That's why for me and her when we travel, I get the window. She gets the aisle. And she's going to have to handle it that way because I tell them, like, yo, I'm not getting up 15 times. Like, you can go do your thing. But I've been on planes before where, unfortunately, I had to sit at the back and I had to smell somebody else's shit. And they took that <laughs> they took that shit in D.C. and we're headed towards L.A. So that's a four hour flight of smelling like shit shit. So, yeah, that that's not it for me. Um, and Shane, my last thing and I'm, I, I'm done. People. I don't know who needs to hear this, but hear me clearly. When it's time to get off the plane, if you are in row 31, please wait until row 30 (laughs) has their time to get off the plane. I don't understand why the fuck people get on planes, purposely get on the back of the plane because they feel like there's extra room back there for some unknown reason. When they pick their fucking flights, they pick their seats. And even if you don't pick your seats, by the time you get on your plane, the first place everybody goes to is the back. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to sit in the back. That way I can be close to the bathrooms. But I'm like, yeah, but you want to be the first motherfucker off the plane when it's time to get off, right? You can't go and grab your little backpack from under your seat and dart through 32 rows of people <laughs> in order to get off. Wait your fucking turn. That, that is one of my biggest pet peeves about flying. So now whenever I get on the flight, I'm usually in like row between like 12, was it like between 7 and 12? Because I don't have to be in the assistance row, so I don't have to, like, take care of anybody if something happens. And I also know for a fact that I ain't got long to actually just get off the plane. And you get your sodas and stuff first. You get your drinks and stuff first. So I'm, I'm, take, I'm well taken care of. If I need to go to the bathroom, I have two options. I can either go to the back or I can go to the front. That's why I've never understood why people go to the back of the plane. Because it's the most uncomfortable seats. And when it's time to get off, you got an extra 15, 20 minutes to just wait for people to grab their luggage and shit like that. Me, I'm already out. I'm at the food court at that point. So, yeah, that's just definitely a pet peeve for me. Mm. Those are some good ones. Um, so when it comes to what are y'all go-to spring break plans, maybe it's going out of town to another city. Maybe it's going out the country. Maybe it's a four-day trip. Maybe it's a five-day trip and you come back with a day to get, you know, back to normal and relax before you go to work. Some people push it. Some people push it and then try to go to work the next day after and they feel like shit. 
don't do that. Don't set yourself up. Um, when you do go out of town, make a copy of your ID. Make a copy of your passport because you never know what can happen. Because I guarantee you, people today, when it comes to those questions, is will your neighbor be able to answer if they know you? What's your first and last name of your neighbor? All of that other shit. What is this uh, security question? A lot of people don't know that shit. A lot of people don't have an emergency number to remember to to call somebody if they're in an emergency. Um, a lot of people don't have people back home or near their house that have a key to their apartment to get them something they might might have forgot. So remember all of that shit when you're making plans. There is a reason why you fill out your passport information and you put an emergency person. If you do not know the contact information for that emergency person or some type of feud or disagreement is going to have that person not talk to you ever again in life, do not put that person on that paper. Mm-hmm. Do not put that person on that paper. Don't be stupid. What's up, Tierra? Um, what are the best spring bait spots? I don't know what's best, but I will say Miami's going to be overpacked. Um, Tampa's going to be overpacked. I don't think Atlanta's the vacation spring break spot. Um, California, for sure. Uh, is New York a spring break spot? I wouldn't say no. so. Um, Panama City is definitely a spring break spot for people who really don't got money. Um, West Virginia, a spring break spot. Mm-hmm. Chicago, I want to say so. Um, but Cancun, definitely. Them motherfuckers is making money from March till fucking October. Um, mm-hmm. but again, be smart. Okay, be smart. Let's talk about what's in your spring break bag. You did mention um, uh, sunscreen, okay? That's number one. That is number one on the list. Okay, in my spring break bag, if I was supposed to go on spring break, will be two swimsuits, lotion, a small container of my favorite perfume. I'm not taking the whole thing because TSA is some bitch ass people and they will act like they throwing away your shit and at the end of their shift go through and take home your shit um mm-hmm. i'm taking logical things that i would wear meaning mm-hmm. this shoe can go with two things not just one outfit yes. i think a lot of women overpack because they feel like they need all these options when realistically you don't even like wearing this you're not gonna wear it you know you're not gonna wear it but you just want to bring it to be like i brought it don't do that. Okay. Don't be a stranger to the Mount Stereo shop with Teespring, okay? All the merch from us for you is on the shop, okay? Just put in loud mouth, M-O-U-F, stereo shop. And you know, the internet has this thing that it's going to do. It's going to shirt. Boop, 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 boop. And it's going to bring up our shop where you can support the podcast, support Greg, support Shein by 
promoting Limeout Stereo Podcast while being in something comfy or having a mug while showing support. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for coming through to listen every Saturday at 9.30 on Stereo App. We appreciate you. And don't forget to leave a review. Now back to the show. Okay. And think about if you're going to shop when you get to this destination, where the fuck you going to put this shit? Um, face wash, uh, water bottles with my water, because a lot of people don't understand when they go to places like Mexico, you probably don't want to use their water. Mm-mm. You probably want some clean water and for health reasons, okay? And if you're going to any other country, you probably don't want to use their water. So you may want to pack some or any quick sprays like um, water mist of water, uh, your own washcloths. I would pack plenty of draws, not saying that I'm going to wear them, but I would like to have options. Um, What else do I want to wear? Extra mask right now, I would carry. Um, Shit. I'm not, I'm not trying to take any, (laughs) I'm not trying to take any jewelry. Like, I think that's so dumb. I don't want to have to take something where I need to, I need to use the security uh, safe that's in the room because they all have the dummy unlocked. That's dumb. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, I think your, I think your vacations um is your time to fake jewelry it up if you want to be cute i don't feel like that's your time to wear your rolex and put it in the safe and hope that you know it's there or you remember to empty the safe before you leave the room um i think that's dumb i want to take your favorite shoes or your favorite sneakers um i would definitely bring uh water shoes not flip-flops to the fucking sand at the beach yeah. because I don't know what happened, Greg, but the last couple of times I went to the beach, that fucking sand is like cold, hot cold. So flip flops was not helping me. I needed water shoes. So I learned my lesson. Um, and I'm definitely bringing comfy shit, comfortable shit. Um, if mm-hmm. I've, I've never been like on vacation with a man I'm in a relationship with, but if I was, I would wear things that I don't have to think about. I don't understand why women pack and then get somewhere and they still got to make a decision. The decision should already been made. Put the fucking shit Bingo. on and let's go. Bingo. Well, you you made my list easy. Everything you said, I do. Um, I tell you, I'll tell you what I start with. So I start with my iPad. That go. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The iPad goes with me on vacation. The laptop, I don't understand why people do it. iPad goes, and the only reason it goes in first is because I actually pre-download movies for the flight. That way I have something to watch. I don't care if my flight is an hour right. or five. Like, you, you have to do that. So that's first on my list. Um, second is the toiletry kit. Um, that should always be number one or number two for everybody, even before you put in your clothes. And make sure you have everything in it. Go to CVS or go to Walgreens or whatever your grocery store is. Go to their little their travel aisle and get everything you need. Toothpaste, deodorant, um, a actual toothbrush that you can throw away. 
when you're done. Like, and I tell people this all the time, don't bring that toothbrush back. Just throw that shit away and get you a new one. A lot of people will take their home toothbrush with them. No, just take that, you know. I never understood why people do that shit. Mm-mm. Go to CVS, get you, you know, get you a little $12 toiletry kit or whatever, if you don't have one, and then go through that CVS aisle. If you think you might need it, just pick the shit up. It's 99 cent, maybe at the most two bucks. Deodorant, soap, um, shampoo, all, all the little toiletry things that you think you might need, including toothpicks too. Toothpicks, all that shit, put it in the toiletry kit. That's the second thing that's in your bag or the first thing. After that, for me, I usually go and get my sunglasses because sunglasses in other places cost too damn much. Get you a nice little sunglass case, put them sunglasses in there. That's usually number three on my list. Uh, number four, underwear. If you're going to be wherever you're going to be for three or four days, pack eight because you're going to change twice. You're going to have, you know, the beach day and shit like that, but you also might have, you know, you going out or something like that. Just have extra underwear. You don't want to be the nasty motherfucker who only got, you know, you going somewhere for a weekend, you got three pairs of underwear. Just pack extra. That's the one thing I tell people overpack underwear. Uh, swim trunks or, you know, something like that is usually next on my list. Um, I usually just bring three swim trunks because I'm a guy. So it's like, I just rather change those. I'm cool with that. Um, usually if you pack three for me, one is always drying and the other two you can wear or swap out. So it's always three for me for that white t-shirts because I'm not really into just like bringing a whole bunch of like clothes and shit, white t-shirts. I can always just pick up some when I'm there. Um, and I don't do the touristy shit where I end up spending $200 on clothes to bring home for people. Hey mom, I bought you a shirt and a keychain. Fuck all that. Like mm -mm. we can get the same shit on eBay or Amazon. Um, what's, what's next on my list? The hoodie. Um, I always travel with a hoodie because like Shan said earlier in the show, shit gets cold. I can wrap it around the arm of my luggage and it's just there. And then TSA don't check that. That's the one thing that they don't check. So you can actually put your little alcohol nip in there and they would not even pay any attention. Uh, that's a cliff note for anybody who wants to know about that. Um, outside of that, Shan, um, the last thing, extra cables. So, if you add an iPhone and an iPad, bring two cables. Just mm. just do that shit. Because um, there's nothing worse than going and your cable don't work or you lose your cable. And then you got to go to a store and pay $19 for a cable. That, that shit is not fun. <laughs> it, it is been like, definitely... Not even $19 for a cable, but $19 for a cable that ain't really shit. A exactly. I'm telling you, nowhere that I've gone on vacation got a Best Buy. None of them. So the be the best thing you're going to end up finding is that little mom and pop store. They got that little, uh, that lightning cable that is going to work, but you got to like bend it in half, t like twist it in a knot. And it's like, yo, I just bought this shit. It's for $20 and it don't even work. Well, that's your fault because you didn't bring the extra cable. Um, those are the main essentials for me. Uh, the toiletry kit is the, the primary. I tell anybody, I don't give a fuck what you do. That is the first thing that goes in your bag. But when I say in, meaning like it's the first thing you pack but it's also at the top of your luggage put that toiletry kit there that way you already know everything is there um also pack you some zyrtec or allergy medicine because if you end up you know going to like mexico or something your allergies are gonna whoop your ass for the first 24 hours so definitely have some zyrtec or claritin or something and you'll be straight uh, but it's not it's not really much though like obviously you're closed but you can just deal with that however you want to deal with that but i tell people that toiletry kit that is key 
so many people fuck up right there. And the last thing you want to do is go and spend money when you get to like a Mexico. Cause Shane, it happened to me once, and it'll never happen again. That uh, <laughs> when I pay, what what happened? So like I had. I, w- I was too excited to go to the honeymoon, right? I was like, oh, we're going to the honeymoon. I'm going to go and get, you know, pack all these clothes, all the fucking bullshit clothes I didn't even need. I packed like I was leaving for like a month. I had 16 T-shirts, four outfits, mm. some some khaki pants that I was like, in case we go to the club or something. I'm like, yo, I'm not. Then I get to the club and motherfuckers wearing beach shorts and shit. I was like, okay. So I, I just wasted time packing and shit. But the one yeah. thing I forgot is my toiletry kit. And mind you, we were staying at a resort, right? Resorts mm-hmm. will escalate the shit out of prices. The I told you the sunscreen that was twenty six dollars, so it was twenty six fifty, and it was the little spray shit. It wasn't the one that like are you can rub it in. It's that little spray shit that barely worked. Uh, what is it? Fifty SPV? Yeah. Uh, what's the F? Whatever it's called. But either way, there was that. Um, yeah. Then like the two toothbrushes and stuff like that. You can get those from a hotel to be completely honest, but I wouldn't bank on it. I would just personally just have my shit with me. Um, And you said something that I wanted to touch on also. Water bottle. Fucking water bottle. Get like, get you a a nice one that keeps shit cold or hot depending on what you use. I have the Hydro, was it the Hydro Flask? Now, it's expensive. It's like 40 bucks, but it's the best investment for a water bottle I've ever made. I love drinking water now. I, I feel like it's like a statement piece when I walk around with that shit. I'm like, oh, I got my nice little water bottle. It makes you want to drink water, right? But if you're going to Mexico, they do have like filtered water and bottled water and all that because they tell you do not drink water from like the tap or anything like that because you will get sick. Trust me. Had a friend do it, wouldn't advise it. Take the bottled water that you do get from Mexico and just pour that shit into your water bottle because you know for a fact you're carrying that shit around. And then when you're going to the beach and stuff like that, you don't have to worry about your water being, like, hot as fuck. Because most of, like, resorts and stuff like that, they'll have, like, that $6 bottle that you can buy at the hotel, and they just charge it to the room. Just take that and dump it in your water bottle, and once you do that, you can refrigerate it, and that shit is going to stay cold for 16 hours. I, I heavily advise people to do that. Also, the trick is when you go to nightclubs, what they don't tell you is you can actually bring in water bottles. Because they, like, it's... It's usually hot anyway. When you go to, like, California and stuff like that, Mexico, like, DR, whatever, they'll let you bring in your water bottle because they already know that it's hot. Are they checking this? No, no, they don't check it because think about it. Like, if you out, like, say, for example, you go to, like, a day party at the beach or something like that, or even, like, Vegas. You go to Vegas and you're at a, a pool party or something like that. They see a water bottle as, oh, it's already fucking 96 degrees outside. They're drinking water. And if they do check, what they going to tell you? Pour it out? Cool. You, you can pour it out if you want to, or you can just walk right past them. Same thing in Mexico. Them all-inclusive resorts and shit, they'll try to, you know, each drink that you get will be more and more watered down. So what you do is pour that shit in your flask or pour that in your uh, hydro flask water bottle or something, and then you got your alcohol for the rest of the day, and then it doesn't get hot in five minutes sitting in the sun. So that mm-hmm. little strawberry daiquiri that you like, the little mango tangos that I like, Put that shit in that little container. It's going to stay cold. Oh, Jess will tell you. Our entire honeymoon, hey, I need two mango tangos. Bring them here, boy. <laughs> them, them fucking mango tangos is my shit. Like, anybody who knows me knows I, I don't really like fruity, like, drinks or something like that. But that mango tango, it had something to it. And I loved it. So, yeah. Th- those are my things. But that, that water bottle and that toiletry kit, premier. Like, little things like that will make your trips way more pleasant than you would think. And also, like, your luggage, 
Um, I know a lot of people have those away luggage, those like hard, um, like those hard suitcases yeah. and stuff. Those those are nice. I love them. I used to I used to love them more. They do have one now that has a pocket. But get you some luggage that has like expansion, so like they have a little zipper that goes all the way around. That way you can put that you know put more stuff into it. And then when you do that, like with that luggage, take you like a extra little like like a Safeway bag, like a shopping bag or something like that that you would normally pack and put that in there for the, the little shit that you think you're going to buy. Um, alternatively, for the ladies, one of my friends advised to do this. Get you like a gym bag, like a, a small gym bag or whatever. Put your purse in that gym bag and that's your carry-on. So you have like your personal item and then you have your uh, 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 luggage. Because yeah. what a lot of people do is they go and bring alcohol back and stuff like that. What you can do is you have your person there, so that's technically your personal item, but it's already in a personal item bag. And some people are like, oh, I don't want to carry a, a duffel. Like, you don't, and it doesn't have to be a duffel. Can... This too is way smarter to carry a purse that can go with multiple things than to mm-hmm. carry three purses. I think that's very dumb. Always buy, yeah. always get a carry on bag that's flexible and can hold more shit. Exactly. And stop putting your fucking passports in your pockets and shit. Like, you know, I know people say, oh, you can keep it in your front pocket. Their pickpockets are good. Um, definitely, like, get you something that will, like, protect it. Uh, me, personally, like, I have, like, a little, like, bag that I put, like, uh, it's not even a bag. It's Remember when, uh, I'm trying to think what they call, like, it looks like a fanny pack and shit, but it's not. Um, I'll, I'll send you the link or whatever later, but... Basically, I put that on the front of my chest. So whenever I go somewhere, like, I have that there, like, my ID, my wallet, and stuff like that. And usually what I do is I throw that in my backpack. So when I do travel, I'm not going to travel to, like, do an excursion or something like that with my backpack. What I'll do is I'll have the um, little thing, the satchel, the fanny pack on the excursion with me. And what that will have, it'll have the external battery pack. I don't know how I didn't mention that on the list also. External battery pack, my phone, an extra cable, the little power brick to charge it, and then my water bottle. That goes to me, you know, with me to every excursion. It's waterproof. Um, it has like the YKK zippers and stuff like that. Premier shit. Like if you're gonna travel, travel in class, but also travel to know for a fact that you're not gonna lose shit. So that that little satchel, I think it's made by like Tom Ben, but you can just get any little fanny pack and just put your shit in there, including your passport, and you'll never lose things. So that that's on my definite gets. I'm so mad I can't find these fucking notes, Greg, because I went into detail and I researched even like power charge um mm. uh things that you can have. Basically mm-hmm. something that's already powered and charged to mm-hmm. help charge your phone so you're not looking around for like uh, mm-hmm. Oh, Shan's reconnected. She'll be right be right back. Stereo's acting real crazy. No, oh, it's not stereo. It's my alarm for me to pay the trash. Um, oh. These fucking people um, give me such <laughs> a hard time to pay the trash on their fucking app because it never works. So I made a reminder to pay them their fucking money. But um, yeah, like think about like if shit went left. I think people are so comfortable in thinking with trips and shit 
everything's gonna go expected. No, if shit goes left, what do you have? What's your mm-hmm. what's, what's your emergency shit that you got? And when you think about all of this stuff, it's times ten when you got kids. I don't know if you mm-hmm. travel with my boo yet, but it's mm-hmm. time when you have kids. Because sometimes if this is a child's first flight, you don't know how they're going to act. If it's uh, two kids, you basically imagine paying for two other humans that's not even whole humans yet. And they're going to, they basically going to think, oh, this trip wasn't even that great. But you paid for two extra people. Because you have to pay for two extra people and their neediness and them wanting snacks that they're used to and they don't want to compromise on shit. And just making sure everybody's semi-pleased is kind of hard. So think about packing snacks in your suitcase or in your bag already because nobody wants to be buying shit for kids just to shut them up in an airport where it costs three times the price. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to do that. Um, let's roll into spring break safety. Yes. Preferably, I think it's beneficial to have a group of friends and a friend that's not really a drinker. Preferably, I think it's smart to have a group of friends and a friend that's going to hold on to your bag or your important shit because they know if you get another drink, you ain't going to know your name. I don't know why women or men travel in packs with people and they all want them all to have the same personality. Then y'all going to be in a fucked up predicament. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to be accountable as to who left with who, who's where, um, where is this person's things, who has the key to the room? Who knows where the room is? Who knows the go-to emergency phone number to make sure everybody's accounted for? It sounds like I'm saying a lot, but I'm saying the shit that matters because if you have people that's focused on, I want to have a good time, you, you, I don't want to listen to all of that extra uptight shit. In the morning when you feel like shit and you don't know where you are, You're going to want these people. So I think it's very important for you to always be able to give yourself a boundary on drinking or smoking Mm -hmm. or, or taking whatever you take to make yourself have a great time. If it's going to take you over the limit of not knowing your name or not knowing who you are and you ending up in somebody's trunk or somebody else's house and you don't know um, how to tell somebody to come get you in another country, you fucked up. Okay? Yeah. And it's very hard to, to try to reel you in when you're at that point. A lot of people travel to different countries and don't know where that country's embassy is. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you have to know, before you go on that trip to that foreign country, know where the U.S. embassy is just in case some shit go left. Not saying it's going to go left, but just in case some shit goes left. Make sure you have a picture of your child and your wallet on you just in case they go missing. I know it's just not 
a known thing now. Everybody wants a slim wallet and they don't want the old grandpa wallet that was back in the day or the mom wallet. But when you have kids, you have to have a recent picture of your child. And sometimes it's not going to be able to be your cell phone. Right? So keep these things with you just in case some shit goes left. When it comes to medicine, ain't nothing for you to go in the travel section, like Greg said, with the toiletries and get you some Tylenol, get you some Benadryl. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have allergic reactions, get you some cream, some cortisone uh, that you don't have to pay tax dollars for elsewhere and just put it in your suitcase. Put it in a Ziploc um, bag in your suitcase so it doesn't explode due to heat or it being uh, smushed or whatever and it doesn't get on your clothes, but pack that shit. If you need to wash clothes really quick and you don't want to travel with stinky clothes, ain't nothing for you to get the little Tide packets, put it in your suitcase, wash that shit in the sink, hang it up. Go do whatever you're doing. By the time you come back, it's going to be dry and put that shit in your suitcase. People just don't think efficiently. And there's a way to think efficiently, efficiently, efficiently. When it comes to like your safety, know that, yes, you are out at a bar or you're out dancing, but there's always people watching you. If you want to go to your room, know somebody that you trust enough to take you to your room and lock all the doors and check the windows and and put a extra barrier in there. There is, I can't remember what it's called, but I know I had this on the, this, the notes. It's a hotel lock thing jam that you, women are buying to put in their hotel doors and to put in the sliding doors of the windows. Because a lot of these resorts that are like on the beachfront, you can walk up to somebody's patio and just slide the door and get the fuck in. There's a a sliding door barrier that you can have in your regular home and you can also pack because it's compact and put in your suitcase and put in the sliding door so nobody can slide it while you're sleeping. Like all of this shit, as women, I feel like we can't go anywhere comfortably solo and explore and feel safe because we're always being watched. Someone is always thinking that they can overtake us and we always have to be extra prepared to be overtaking. Men, y'all really don't have that issue unless you're being super careless about how you carry yourself out and people just feel like you're an idiot and they feel like they're going to take advantage of you. But everybody should take those precautions. But every everybody doesn't travel in a way of thinking, you know, not everything is sweet. So that's just me for safety. Keep your head on the swivel. Be smart. Don't call a lot of attention to yourself. Um, Don't be nasty and rude to people in other countries because you don't know how they go. You don't know what their uh, police will dismiss or don't feel like it's a big deal. And you don't know how people react to disrespect. And a lot of places automatically feel like Americans are the most disrespectful people and they don't deserve X, Y, and Z. So a lot of times when you go places and one person is acting an ass, they think all of y'all act like that. That is a big bingo. Like All, all I'll say is this. Um, respect goes a long way. So everything Shane says is absolutely right. 
but for the men, um, y'all in particular, because I have to go on this trip, and I've had to let the guys know already, everything is not a quest to get bitches. Um, all the men, like, they go on, like, these little bachelor parties and stuff like that, it happens every time. They end up talking to somebody who's taken, or they mm. end up going and disrespecting somebody. It's, it's one of the two. Sometimes it's both. I've been, you know, on trips with men, and, you know, that bravado come out, and they start arguing with somebody at a bar, and the next thing you know, they're trying to fight them and shit like that. And luckily, there's enough security and stuff like that that's like, you know what, cool, but that's in the States. That shit don't fly when you go, you know, to the Mexicos, the DRs, the Jamaicas, and shit like that. You will end up in a fucking meat locker fucking around. And the reason why I know this shit to be true is not the TV shows that you see. It's the stories of people going missing, but nobody knows where the fuck they went. Respect go a long fucking way. So when you go to, you know, somebody else's land, somebody's state, somebody town or some shit like that, go have a good time. Respect the community and stuff like that. Enrich the culture and everything. Just don't be disrespectful. Don't go into the bars thinking you missed, you know, Mr. Big Shot and shit like that. You're talking to all the women because I'm guaranteeing you, if she don't have a pimp, she probably got a man. And that's when you go to, like, you know, the Mexicos and DRs. They, I was told, like, oh, there's a lot of pussy here that you can have, but there's a, even more pussy that is already claimed. And the last thing you want to do is talk to the wrong one. If they approach you and they're instantly talking that sex thing, either they're a sex worker or they're trying to make their man jealous. I've, I've seen that shit happen too many times. So please just, like, be respectful, have your fun, but do not be that person who ends up you know, going missing or getting in a fight because you decided you wanted to be drunk and belligerent and talk to somebody else's woman. It happens too much. Yeah. Unfortunate. People don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. And, um, let's look at my list. I'm prepping for my wingage in my house. Um, Uh-oh. Um... um What's this on the list? Well, I mean, I, I, can, to... I can come up with some if you need a second, but... Um, I have how to be safe on spring break. I feel like we kind of talked mm-hmm. about that. And don't yeah. be this friend on spring break. What are some things that are annoying about friends on spring break? Friends that don't understand if it's a one-bill table out to eat mm-hmm. or drink. Know that if you're going in a group setting and you're going to a restaurant, if you didn't ask them before you ordered, how does the bill set up? Is it separate? Can it be separate or is it all together? Then that's your fault. If you bought, if you if you bought or you purchased or you wanted and you ordered more than what you brought with you to spend, that is your fault, but you still gotta pay for it, okay? And it's not fair for you to be sitting over here ordering steak, duck, a whole bunch of cocktails, and that person over there is ordering an appetizer and probably a mojito, and you expect them to split the bill evenly. The fuck? Like, you clearly need to pay more than that person over there. If that person didn't even order shit, but you're looking at them to pay, that doesn't make any sense. And a lot of people take advantage of 
a group setting and people buying drinks because they think, oh, you always you always have like luxury shit. You should be able to t- pay for it. You should be no. Stop going on trips with your broke friends. Mm-hmm. Stop stop going on trips with friends that can't count. Stop going mm-hmm. on trips with friends that purposely don't prepare for what's going to happen on the trip because they know you have extra or they know you'll go ahead and buy it. Stop stop mm-hmm. going on trips with friends who want to do all this uh, uh, sideline shit on the trip. Let's go um, parasailing. Let's go on a boat. Let's go this. Like, Where's your money? Where's right, your money? Now, now, see, now, I, I, I got to do this. I have to do it because um, I'm agreeing with Shan here. Um, when it comes to your broke-ass friends, have everything paid for before y'all get on that goddamn plane. I, I tried to do it with this bachelor party. Niggas didn't want to hear me. And I was like, you know what? Well, fuck it then. If y'all want to play the, the fuck around and find out game, if you want to, be my guest. I'm one of those type of people where everything need to be paid for before I get there because I'm not coming out of my pocket when I get there. Only thing I should be paying for, honestly, if I'm not in an all-inclusive resort, is the, the club entry, the drinks at the bar, and that's it. Um, there are a lot of people who play the money game and they're like oh you know when we get there we're gonna do all this shit and then they get there and all of a sudden the card demagnetized or you know what like pending transactions fell off nigga you you didn't know that you you had your car note was due and all of a sudden all your money gone you you ain't know that now you knew when you got here um i've been on trips with broke ass niggas and broke ass women too and that's why i heavily advise having everything planned especially 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 fucking, what do you call it, excursions, please, for the love of God, anybody who tells you they <laughs> can probably get the excursion for cheaper when you, when we get there, because niggas will say that, and I say niggas meaning women and men alike, they will go and be like, nah, we ain't gonna pay for the excursions now, let's pay for them when we get there. You think and then you get there and you had all these plans and everything sold out and booked. Stupid. Hey, bruh. Bruh, I'm, I'm telling these niggas now, and I'm sure they're probably going to listen to this podcast episode because they listen to the show now, but hear me out, niggas. When you go on trips, the reason why you pay for the excursions up front is because your travel agent, who also is the person that coordinated the trip for your broke ass, is telling you, hey, book this now so the party of 5, 10, 15 people that are going on said trip, they can actually accommodate. There's nothing worse than when you get somewhere. And you decide, you know what? Now we're going to get an excursion. The excursion company is going to look at you and be like, well, we have a space for two people. You're trying to make a party of 10 go on an yeah. excursion. It don't work like that. The, the trip that we're going on is 10 of us guys, right? I told them three months ago, yo, what about this excursion y'all talking about? Oh, we're going to get a yacht. We're going to do that. Okay. Y'all talking a good game, but the issue is it's not going to happen. No, how can, how can I put it without being disrespectful? If you tell broke men that they have an opportunity to go and just pay for things in piecemeal, it comes off better than being at, you know, when you get to this, you know, destination, you're like, you know what, for the yacht, you know, it's going to be $250 a person. $250 sounds like a lot of fucking money when you got to come up with it all at once. Instead of saying, you know what, four months ago, hey, it's going to be $250 if everybody just break down, you know, or save up their money and just give it to you, then guess what, we're good. I was told, and I'm quoted, because I, I want to tell you the story when we get back. They told me the yacht was going to be $85 per person. 
To which I asked the best, you know, the best man who coordinated this weird ass trip. I said, "Yo, <laughs> let me give let me give you the eighty five dollars now." And the reason why I like to do that is because I'm like, okay, if I have the money, I've paid him. Now the person who's coordinating the trip is responsible for getting the money to the coordinator who's going to book it. That way we know for a fact when we get there, all we got to do is show up. We ain't got to go and pull out wallets. We ain't got to go to like the U.S. customs and try to change our money from U.S. to pesos and shit. Like, no, everything's already paid for, right? And you actually end up getting it cheaper because it's already locked in. They're like, oh, no, we're going to figure it out when we get there. So you know what I've said in my head? Guess what? We ain't going on this yacht party. You had an opportunity to take my money when you did. Now that's $85 I have to drink. And you know I ain't drinking for real because of the situation from last night. So I'm going to be a rich motherfucker when we get down here. <laughs> I'm going to be eating steak and lobster and shit. You know, so for me, you know, piggybacking from what Shane said, your, your broke friends, it's best to coordinate the trip in its entirety. Before y'all get on the plane, when I say the entirety, I'm talking about getting all inclusive resort. You can have better trips with your friends, both rich, poor, broke, all those friends, if you just tell them it's all inclusive. Because that broke friend is going to know their place. They're going to say, you know what? Y'all can go on an excursion. I'm going to sit by the pool. Yeah. Because guess what? I didn't pay for all this shit. So if you had the resort, that's number one. Make sure it's an all inclusive resort. That's closed in, then you have the security, you have the people, you have the, the vibes, the clubs, the DJs, the gym, all that shit is already there. So you have the all-inclusive resort with the food, so people can't be like, oh, you know what? Now I got to pay for dinner. We got to go and find a restaurant for 10 people, and then each person is going to be $80, $90, and somebody going to be complaining, you know, like you said about splitting the bill and shit. I hate that. When people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Just everybody cash at me, and I'm going to pay for it. Nigga, what? Like, wait, what? Oh, you know, we're just going to break it down evenly. Motherfucker, if I had a, a lobster salad or something like that, and that came up to $26, exactly. but just me, motherfucker. Yeah, like, no, I, I don't do that. I've told people, I'm like, you know what? I am that friend who will stand up, go to the waiter, hand him my card, and be like, my shit, pay for mine. Because <laughs> people don't realize you can do that. I'm that motherfucker. What I don't do is go out places and break bread on shit that I didn't even have a chance to eat. So there will be, and it's usually the broke motherfucker. That's what makes it so much funnier. So yeah. they will go and they'll order the, the surf and turf that comes up to, you know, the gold steak that come up to fucking, you know, $89 and shit. Then they're like, you know what? You know, y'all y'all want to try my sides? And they, they do that shit saying, hey, you know, if you try some of the sides, then you got to split it. Nigga, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't want none of your food. It look good. I'll get it. I'll get it myself. I'll go get it myself. Do not, and I, I, I'm telling y'all this, do not go with y'all broke-ass friends to a restaurant and split the tab. Just politely go and tell the waiter, waiter, here's my card, itemize my shit, and if they say they don't split, well, put me at another goddamn table then. Mm. I, I've done that too. I've done that too, as just. I'm like, you know what, we're just going to sit somewhere else because there was like 26 people. I'm like, yo, uh-uh, I don't play that game. I don't play that game of having, you know, everybody pull, you know, they'd be like, can we get a printout of everything? And you're circling and, and numbering who had what. Oh, I hate had the, it. It's the so lobster. ghetto. It looks like a whole bunch of yeah. kids table trying to be grown. Yes. And, you know, 
some people will be like, oh, well, you could just Venmo me the money. Like, I'm like, so, no. Nah. Because one girl, I think the reason why I don't like it is what the girl did, though. So she was like, well, I'm going to pay for it, and everybody can just break bread with me later, right? So she pulls out her Amex or whatever, and she knew she was getting the reward points from it, right? So this fucking meal came up to like $1,300, $1,400, and she swipes the card. And I was like, I could have literally just went up to the goddamn waiter and said, hey, here's what we ate. You know what we ate. Break that down. Make it crystal clear when y'all sit at that fucking table, we split in tabs. If they tell you you can't split tabs, guess what? Get up and go to another fucking place. I don't care how good their surfing turf is. If they can't split a tab in 2022, fuck them. So tell your broke-ass friends, either come with cash or just order your shit to go. We'll bring it to you in your room with your broke-ass because that shit is not not fun at all. Broke friends will ruin a trip just honestly – by being there, because day one they with the shit, they they drinking all the liquor and shit, they having fun, and then day two, you start noticing the chinks in their armor. They be like, all right, you know, th- their funds are low because they broke, you know, they broke the mold that first night, and it's gonna happen on this bachelor party. And I'm gonna tell Shan, I'm gonna be texting her, I'm like, yo, I, I can tell the friend is gonna run out of money by Saturday. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be Thursday night. This month, because it's always that one dude that's like, you know what? Let's go get a table and let's get some bottles. And I'm like, yo, like. We could have done that in D.C. Why in the fuck are we going to a place out of the country and doing this shit? It's weird. So that person's going to go and try to buy a table for four or $500 instead of just being like normal niggas and just go to the bar and get your drink made and just stand around. Personal opinion, that's a smarter decision, right? But, again, broke friends will do that. But most importantly, I'm going to land my plane here when it comes to your broke friends. Let them know they don't have to do everything with everybody. A lot of the broke friends will be mad because, you know, they can't do things or they'll try to pivot. Like, say you want to go do, like, the dolphin swim. Like, you want to go swim with dolphins, but it's $150. They'd be like, hey, you know, I don't want to go swim with the dolphins. Like, you know, you can always, like, the trip isn't meant to just, like, everybody has to be together at the same time. Find another one of your friends who wants to do something or just stay in the room. Yeah. Take that time, that hour and a half, to not be around your friends. A lot of people have to understand these little trips, especially on spring break, aren't meant to always be on go. You don't always have to do shit. I feel like if Shane went with us, like, if we all went to, like, a trip together for spring break, there's going to be time where Shane be like, you know what? No, I'm not going. I'm actually just going to sit right here, drink my little drink, put my feet in the water, and just a little bit. I'm going to just go and just enjoy this. Everything isn't meant to spend money. That should be like written on a t-shirt, put on a poster, and just like tattooed on a lot of people when they go on vacation. Vacation should be the time where you spend the least amount of money. You shouldn't have to go and break the bank to have fun. If you have to do that, that's not a vacation because when you get home, you got to work twice as hard to go and pay off the shit that you just did. So uh, that's just my little landed point there. I'm done. My thing is, I wish you guys the best. Um, make smart choices. Don't do what you can't afford, and that also includes fucking without no rubbers, because a lot of Uh-oh. y'all another human being, and you really don't want to be fucking no fine girl on the outside that doesn't care about her insides. And now you mm-hmm. itchy scratch for the next month after baby scratchy show. Okay, and don't no employer want to hear the fact that you need five more days off after they already gave you days off of a vacation because you itching. Handle your business, oh, no. make smart choices. Okay, 
And don't just be fucking because that's what everybody says they want to do on a trip. And that's what you should do. You don't have to fuck on a trip. It would be nice, but you don't have to fuck in a smart way mm-hmm. on it. Okay? Women, too. Don't be um fooled by the bait, the fine men at the mm-hmm. party or whatever, because they'll take you to wherever they take you. There's going to be five more waiting there to run you. Mm-hmm. Be smart, okay? Yeah. Have your spring break. Before you go. Listen, that too. But sometimes it can't hold hoes back. Hoes gonna mm-hmm. hold while on vacation, no matter how great the vacation is. Why did you have to hold? Because it's within me. So some people just hold for God. <laughs> so horny hoes and harlots are all over the place. They're gonna be on spring break. But you don't have to be the fool, okay? And don't be the man buying these women drinks at the bar because you want to get one of them because they will mm-hmm. all take those drinks and walk the fuck away Bingo. don't go broke trying to get hoes okay figure out a way for that hoe to pay for yo shit exactly okay this is live mouth stereo my name is shan that is greg from young black and bothered you can find me at shan b Potten. you can find greg at hey gregory we'll be back here not next weekend because Greg is on his trip, correct? Yes, indeed. All right. So the weekend after that, we'll be back. Uh, next Saturday will be me and Baylor doing a bonus show. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. This show in full will be up on Monday morning. And let me go get my wang. Let me go um, take a shower and blessing. <laughs> blessing. Yes, indeed. We will see y'all in two weeks, guys. Until then, peace. Ta-ta!